Hey, what's up everyone? Today I am with Nanwa Langer and I'm super excited for you guys to hear this episode. I really want to start interviewing people who are younger and doing it. And so he is the embodiment of that. He is on Instagram, he's on YouTube, and he's creating content. And I think content and putting stuff out there that you're passionate about is very important to our age right now. And not like it's not important to everyone, but it's what people are doing right now and it's very passion filled It's very interesting to see and he definitely embodies that he is making travel videos he's traveling all over the world and he works with beautiful destinations which is a huge travel instagram and so he's constantly creating and experiencing new cultures new experiences and today he talks all about doing that, being a videographer, being a filmmaker, taking photos, and what that means. He talks about leaving a job that had structure to pursue a more passionate, creative life that wasn't structured, that wasn't going to give you set times and set pay. And and he talks about what he's learned in life, what he's learned in traveling, and what this creative, creative life has taught him. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear about you know, the perspective that he's gained on himself and what he's doing and what you can do to have a passionate, creative life. So as he would say, follow your stoke and check him out on Instagram as well because what he's doing is super cool and it'll inspire you. So listen up and I hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing, college student, Madison Brand. Here, we are going to talk deep to the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. Hey everyone, I am so excited about this podcast. I'm going to just want to start off by introducing yourself, talking about, you know, a little bit about who you are and all of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, first off, thank you for, for having me. Um, yeah, my yeah. name is Langer. I am 25 years old and I'm a videographer, uh, filmmaker, born and raised here in Hawaii. I recently got, I mean, in the last couple of years, uh, the opportunity to travel and uh, really make that my, my main focus in, in filmmaking. Um, and since then, just in the last two years of travel, I've been to 27 countries. And yeah, it's, it's just been a pretty crazy ride. I grew up here in Hawaii and moved out to New York about a year and a half ago. Um, and yeah, just since then I've been lucky and pretty stoked to, you know, make an impact in, in, you know, a, a few people's lives maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's something I, I'm, I'm just really passionate about. I'm really, um, blessed, I think to have, have found, you know, what I'm, I'm passionate about in life. Mm-hmm. So are you in New York now? I'm actually in Hawaii right now for the summer. You're back in you're back in Hawaii. Okay, yeah. Is Hawaii as amazing as everybody says? <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just magical, and every time I'm every time I come back, it's I feel grounded, like I feel recentered. I don't. I, I feel like that's. I mean, for anyone who goes home, 
like they probably experience the same type of feeling. And yeah, for me, it's just nature and, you know, the island life. It's amazing for sure. Yeah, it seems like that. So, so did you ever, did you ever go to college or did you ever start like learning about, you know, videography in a, you know, very structured way? Or did you just kind of pick up a camera and start learning or what was your path? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I had a very unorthodox, I mean, way of, of, of learning. I didn't have any type of passion or interest in photography, videography in general, up until I was about 21, I want to say I'm 25 now. Um, so about four years ago is when I first picked up, uh, actually a GoPro, um, just because I mean, Hawaii here, we've got hiking, we've got surfing. We, I was always doing, you know, stuff outdoors and I wanted to kind of capture that. Um, and so I literally, yeah, it was just picked up a camera and from there I was able to share it, you know, with the Instagram community and on YouTube and all this kind of stuff. And that kind of just evolved and I, I learned and, um, just improved on the types of skills and involved in filmmaking. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was very, very just grassroots, you know, did it for the fun of it. I actually really enjoyed filming and everything. And that's what I feel, uh, really pushed me to want to do it so much. And yeah. And from there, it's just kind of evolved into this full blown freelance filmmaking and, and traveling type of career. Oh my gosh. And that's just literally like the life that everyone wants to live and you're seriously living it, which is cool. And um, something you always post on your, you know, it's on your status and in your Instagram, you say, follow your stoke, which I think is really interesting. And um, I think it's really inspiring that when people put themselves out there and follow their passion, you can really see that they love what they're doing. And it makes them kind of vibrate on another level. And people are attracted to that. So, you know, what does follow your stoke mean to you? And what why is that something that you put out there? I think, uh, well, first and foremost, I mean, growing up here in Hawaii, it was kind of it's hard to explain the energy here, but we're a lot of the people here and just, just in general growing up was like very conscious of, of what we're, I guess, you know, filling our lives with. For me personally, I really, I grew up not really knowing what I wanted to do. I was a really lost kid. Um, and so once I graduated, like it kind of just trickled into to my adult life. And I was at a point in my life where I didn't know what I wanted to, to do with it. I was working at a, at a hospital af- after I graduated for about three years. And that was the point when I kind of picked up a camera. But the entire time I was there, I was just, you know, tr- trading my time and, and kind of slaving away just to get by and make, make money. Um, and I knew that I didn't want to have that going, like that feeling for the rest of my life. I was like, I need to change something. And I was very, very lucky to, to find a passion in creating in, in photography and videography Um, and so that's like that process of me going from not knowing zero idea of like what I wanted to do into now, just, just feeling very focused and, and driven in what I want to do. And like, I know my life's kind of like on a path. I feel like for the people who, who might've been in the same situation I was in, that's something that they can connect with or that they can look up to. And I want to be that. I guess, example, I guess, of something that, you know, could translate into more. Um, and so I very much try to consciously put that out in, in any type of piece or work that I create. Um, 
just to add more depth to it. And I feel like that's what people really connect with. Mm -hmm, For sure. Did you have like a spark of creativity within like before photography and videography that made you kind of know, oh, I'm a creative person. I want to create, you know, before you started doing what you're doing now. Yeah, that's interesting to think about. I try to think back into like my high school days or or middle school when I was, you know, in school. I, I, I would consider myself kind of artistic. I used to do a lot of drawing, um, a little bit of painting here and there, but like I wasn't given a, a platform to kind of express that or kind of just, just hone into that creativity, mostly because it was just like, how am I going to make money when I, you know, graduate high school? So that's what I was really focused on um, and couldn't explore those, I guess, creative pathways that traditionally what a, a filmmaker is associated with or something. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel that there was like some type of creative energy or aspect to me that really didn't get awakened until I picked up a camera. Yeah, I, I think it's it's hard to pin down. I know I know the energy you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly because it's in me too. Um, how did you pick up your first camera? Like, what was that moment? Did you like, were you like, this is it? Like, yeah, I want to know all about that moment. Well, again, we, I mean, here in Hawaii, there's just so much outdoor stuff to do. And so I was cliff jumping with my friends, you know, practically like every weekend or going out a lot during the week to, to just have some fun. Um, and this was at a point, I think on, on Instagram when like GoPros first started to like gain really big traction, there was like a GoPro era almost of like the Instagram community was just GoPro selfies. Um, so yeah, I have no shame in saying that I was part of that. (laughs) And yeah, luckily, I mean, it just, I was able to capture Hawaii in a way that I was, I mean, just completely stoked on. Like I'd never made anything with my name on it. And that had, you know, that kind of, I guess, impact on people or or on myself even. Um, So picking up that camera was, it was just like an addiction. Honestly, it was, I was looking for any opportunity to get out and just have fun with my friends and just capture it and make it in a, and create something in a cool way. Um, interestingly, like I was, I would remember like lunch breaks working at the hospital. I would sneak away for, you know, three or four hours between shifts, go out, do a hike and then come back and work and just go through like the gnarliest days because I had crazy shifts at the hospital. Yeah. And so that it was really cool to, to go from that to quitting the job. Um, that was probably one of the scarier parts too. Because at the time, I think I never, I mean, like, I believed I could, I could make something out of it, but not by just being a GoPro person or, I mean, like shooting with a GoPro. So I knew I wanted to, to elevate in, in my, I guess, like videography skills. Yeah. After about a year of having the GoPro, I decided like I'd get a, finally get a DSLR, shoot some serious, I guess, or more serious for me at the time type of content. And then that's when the whole idea of I can make this a living kind of sunk in and yeah it's just it's progressively just improved throughout the last two to three years and I still I mean the feeling of creating something that's just you and it's true to myself like that it's addicting that's that's the closest thing I can compare it to it's like it feels really fun and good to do (laughs) and I love it like it's my exciting to me you know 
Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you're really figuring out kind of like who you are through doing what you're doing? Oh, 100%. I think I have, I mean, in, in a sense, I'm still constantly, I think we, we always go through, you know, self-realizations even later on in our lives where we find out more and more about ourselves. But through through creating and, and through traveling, for sure, just the way I've, I've gotten to interact with so many people because of what I do now that I feel definitely a lot more secure in who I am, what I stand for and like what I know I want to surround myself with um, because I've been through, you know, like a broad spectrum of, of places and people that I've met. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think self-realization is one of the biggest keys in, in anything in life too, not just what I'm doing, but yeah, it's, it's when you're, when you're following, I guess that, that passion, I think it stems a lot from being happy and having like good energy around you a lot or as much as you can, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And so like with all that you're doing and like kind of coming to self-realization, like what are like some of the things that you feel like ha- are really important to you and like the things you were saying about how like, you know what you stand for, you know, what's a part of you, all that stuff. So is there any like examples you'd say of things that you've learned about yourself that are really important through what you do? I would say I definitely... I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of different, um, I guess not eras in social media, but in terms of like trends, maybe in social media, I really think I want to stay true to like the certain morals or just like the values that even I was raised with. Yeah. I, I think I've learned, I've, I think I've more so just believed more in myself or in a sense, like the change that I've seen in maybe like my self-confidence um, because I grew up on such a really, I guess, sheltered type of Island lifestyle. Like I was never, I never felt comfortable around people. And I think through, through this and it's allowed me because I've been able to connect and, and meet so many new people and be around, you know, different types of energies. Like I, I feel like I've kind of changed in a, in a self-confidence and in a kind of coming out of my shell type of way. Whereas I always thought that I was like, not really meant to, you know, be a people person or like be someone that is, uh, I guess, interacting with, with people as much as I am now. And especially in, in the business side of it. I mean, there's so much, I mean, talking and discussions that have to go on. And I never really thought that I was good at it until, you know, things kind of just started happening. Yeah. And in terms of, in terms of maybe morals, I think they've, or or like the, the things that I stand for, um, I definitely want to represent, you know, positivity on on social media and, and just, I think growing up here is really just ingrained this idea of respect. So not just respect for, I mean, in a general sense, but respect for yourself, respect for your environment, for sure. And just in, in all ways of life, just practicing mindfulness, you know, being aware of everything that you're doing. I've found that, yeah, I guess I really just want to stick with that. And I've been able to luckily just make that rooted in, in what I do in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to practice mindfulness by traveling. I mean, you get to focus on all those things around you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, you said earlier, like with your going back to like 
you leaving your job, was it hard losing that security and, you know, just throwing yourself into something maybe you didn't know 100% would work? Oh, it was terrifying. It was, it was completely, I mean, <laughs> I had, yeah, it, it was the scariest and probably most greatest thing I could have possibly done with my life. I think, um, what's crazy, like going back to the, to the story behind it, I, I'd been, I grew up very humbly. So, I mean, like since I was 18, I moved out of my parents' house and kind of had to just support myself since, you know, graduating. Um, and so like once I started to get a decent amount of income coming from that, from that hospital job, um, you know, it became very just just comforting. Yeah. It was very comfortable, you know? So having that money come in and out, the idea of giving that up scared the heck out of me. Like it was, it was, it was gnawing at me, but I knew that like the thing is that fear was way, way less stronger than the, the feeling of me wanting to do more. Like, I, I feel like the, the freedom that I wanted um, was much stronger than my fear of, like, not uh, being able to make money or something. So, when yeah, I remember when I quit, I didn't, I didn't really have any backup plan, like, to make money. I had, uh, I had a few, like, smaller jobs in, in videography lined up, and I was shooting, you know, basically anything just to, to scrape by. Um, and things really didn't start to, to pick up until I got hired for my, uh, my job at beautiful destinations where I got to travel and, you know, really create full time. Yeah. It was just a, it was a scary process of, uh, of about a year of, of kind of just needing to stay at the hospital and kind of just putting it off. Really. I wish I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't stay as long as I did, but you know, everything happens when it's meant to happen. And I feel, yeah, it, it, I couldn't be more happy with, with my decision. No, oh, seriously, congrats on that. I know so many people who stay in what doesn't fulfill them. And yeah. I bet you felt like you were literally like dying inside in a sense of staying there. Like since you weren't fulfilling your passion, I bet that was so difficult. And yeah, I mean, now you're doing what you're doing, which I think is so cool. I think every single person I've ever talked to who has left the security is like, it's the best decision I've ever made. And it's like, wow, it probably is to actually do that because you're putting out all the good stuff. So um, I'd love to know more though about Beautiful Destinations. You know, is that something you created or just something you're a part of? Yeah. So BD is, or yeah, Beautiful Destinations is uh, is actually a creative agency where they, um, you know, they they create uh, engaging stories um, in video and, and photo form um, where they distribute it to their audience on Instagram. They have the largest travel audience actually account on Instagram right now. I think it's at 12 million followers. Um, That's insane. Yeah. And so they, they uh, first approached me about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Just to, to kind of create full time. And um, they work with a lot of tourism boards, hotel, luxury travel brands. And so really getting to, you know, open all those doors was just insane yeah the the team there they're, they're amazing they're tom and jeremy johnsey are the, are the founders they're two brothers that are just absolutely killers in in social media and in business and people that i look up to so they're more it's a, it's a small company it's not a big amount of people i think there's about 40 employees it's a, it's literally a family it is so it's as it's a really really cool place to to be at yeah, yeah. do you feel like it's a family for you oh yeah 100 percent. 
I mean, both of uh, the two co-founders are, I literally consider them like, like older brothers now. And it's, it's cool being, I mean, when you travel with people too, because I've, you know, worked with them and traveled with them for the last year, it's just, you get to learn so much more about people and you, you get to, you know, spend so much time with them. If you're not like, you know, on, on good vibrations, or if you guys aren't on the same page, then like a lot of the time it's not the best experience, but these guys are just, yeah, totally in line with what I am and just really, really amazing at what they do. Mm -hmm. People always say that when you're traveling with people that those relationships just grow exponentially more than anything else because of the amount of time you're with together. So, I mean, do you experience that? I'm guessing. hundred <laughs> percent. I have a, I mean, I definitely, some of my best friends I've, I've been lucky enough to travel with and um, they do the same type of, I guess, work that I do. They're in, they're in the same type of industry, but yeah, my, my best friends are, are people that I, I work with. I'm lucky enough to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you feel like you're kind of like surround yourself with people who are similar to you? Do you think that's important to like help you grow? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, it's, it's always important to surround yourself with, with people of, of similar beliefs first off, and then people who can elevate you also in, in certain ways, everyone's got a unique, you know, type of, uh, you know, thing that they bring to the table that you can learn from. So I, I personally view myself as a student in, in as much ways as I possibly can, because everyone that, you know, I come across, I can learn something from. Um, and there's definitely, I mean, the benefit of surrounding yourself with the right energies and the right people that are, that can, you know, enhance your life and make it a better experience. That's so key. So important. Environment is, is everything almost, you know? Right. Yeah. Something that I should probably touch on since, you know, this is what you're doing. Um, I want to know all about your videography and like your career and like, you know, since you freelance, but you're also working for BD, you know, like how do you make a living or like, what do you do? Like, what is your day to day or, you know, months look like? For sure. I mean, it's, it's hard to pin down my schedule. I'm, I'm basically a, a nomad kind of, I have, I mean, I have, apartment an apartment in new york and you know homes here in hawaii with, with family um but my i mean my schedule and my my lifestyle is very just it's it's crazy really i can't really plan things because i have so much uh you know things come up and projects happen where you know i have to travel to some place or another with this artist or for a, a job with a tourism board or something and it's, it's kind of hard to, to see ahead, you know, a month or two in my life most of the time. Most of, I feel like it's a lifestyle that's very free. That's, and that's the best thing that I, I really love about it. And what I hated about working at, at the hospital um, is that I really have the freedom now to, to be able to do what I enjoy doing. Um, and that's what I think people should really value over, you know, time or money is like where you're spending your time is, is so important. And, you know, that's what your life's made out of. Um, yeah, but in, in terms of career and, and lifestyle, I mean, I basically, so I'm, first and foremost, I'm, I'm a filmmaker, so I provide videography and photography as a service. Um, 
So I'll work for clients that require my, I mean, my specialties are in travel films because I've worked with beautiful destinations so much. Um, so Reese, I mean, my clients range from hotels in, in other countries to tourism boards to, I've been working with a, a DJ by the name of Elenium, uh, for the last couple months and going on tour and creating documentary type of content for, for them. Um, yeah, it, it's really kind of just a very, not sporadic type of career, but very much making relationships with, with a wide variety of, of people that I really want to work with. Um, because I, I think in, in filmmaking and in video, you know, you can work with people that are doing commercials or Hollywood, you know, type of um, just career opportunities. But I luckily have been able to center in on like a pretty niche type of content that I want to create in terms of like music and travel. Um, I've been lucky enough to, to just make that my, my lane and run with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And you have like, then you still have a good enough amount of variation in your work. So you're never getting bored or uninspired or anything like that. So yeah, Yeah, that's that's really good. So key. I mean, right. For creatives in general, and even for yourself too, as a, as a creative, like, just being doing the same thing repetition is me it's very yeah just kind of constricting you know to just do the same thing over and over and over um while it can be a good thing i think there's very much beauty in in the variety and diversity of things that we can do for sure right right um with your videography did you start putting that on Instagram or did you, is that what, just what you started doing, putting things on Instagram or YouTube or yeah. what was that path really, about? Yeah. Really just social media. Yeah. Um, everything I made just went, went onto Instagram, went onto YouTube and it's crazy, man. Just the power of, of this little phone in our hands now, you know, we can just share something with millions of people around the world and it's easy to, to get that kind of exposure now. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. That's so cool. So have you enjoyed it? Or like, do you have any, I guess, tips on ways of making it grow? Because I think so many, this is what so many people want to do. Like you really do have the lifestyle of so many people that they want to live as well. No tips in terms, I mean, definitely there's ways that I would say it's, it's almost as if you're branding yourself, especially on social media, because anyone can kind of seem how they want to seem. I think it's really key to to present something unique to people in a way that, you know, in their, you know, few minutes that they're scrolling on their phone for however many times a day that you can capture their attention. There's got to be something that's unique about you and, you know, adds to that person's lives or adds value to whoever's watching or viewing your content that you're putting out. So I think I've always tried to come from a place of what's different you know, what's, what's something unique that I bring to the table or, you know, what is something that I can add value to another person's life, whether it's just, you know, speaking my, like my beliefs and, and trying to inspire people or, you know, just, just making cool stuff that can get someone out of their seat and wanting to travel and wanting to do stuff. That's, that's huge. Um, so some other tips I feel, I think maybe, Consistency is, is, is finding that, I guess, um, that lane that, you know, you are good at as opposed to, to asking what people want and giving them what they want. Um, I think there's something so much more respectful in 
someone who knows what they are and says, Hey world, this is me. Like, love, like, like take it as I am. <laughs> and, and they kill it at that. So whether that's, there's so many people that are just, you know, have the, the craziest niche type of content, but have a loyal following because they're different and they're just secure in what they are, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a very, very, just important thing to, to kind of like self-realize. And that comes back to, yeah, being able to sit down with yourself and really just hone in on what it is that, or who you are and what you stand for. Um, yeah, there's so many different aspects in, in growing and um, making a, a career out of this. Yeah, maybe one more thing. Sorry, I know I'm kind of going on here, but collaborating, you know, getting to work around with this, it goes back to surrounding yourself with the right type of people. Collaborations are huge in, in growing in anything because you can literally just make those connections with people and almost turn, you know, their audience somewhat into yours. Um, not in just a sense in a way where you're just using someone for their followers or like for their numbers, but really if you guys, the, the thing that, that most really good collaborations work out with is when you folks believe in like the same things, you have the same common interests, common beliefs, common morals. That way it's, it's organic when you're actually working with the other person and it doesn't seem like this business transaction of collaborating, you know? Um, right. That's a, that's a very big thing. I think it definitely helped me out when, yeah, first growing my Instagram and everything for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, you're with this person. Oh, like he must be valid as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, for yeah. Sure. Um, with like traveling, I think so many people are inspired to definitely go travel as they watch your videos because they're so magical. Um, but have you had any, I mean, like where have you been or like what, um, have certain countries or memories taught you throughout your travels? Yeah. I mean, um, well the most, I mean, I've, yeah, so I've been to 20, 27 in the last, I think 18 months. Yeah. It's fun. Um, it's really hectic, but some of the things that have stuck with me, I think one, I mean, like one of my favorite and most recent trips actually was down to New Zealand. Um, the reason this was such a special trip is because I actually got to take my mom down there, uh, who has never been out of the country. So she, she's 50, 52 years old. I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say that. But, uh, she's my mom, but she's never uh, actually left the country before because we grew up very, very humbly. It was, it was probably the most like fulfilling, meaningful, like just experience being able to take my mom and, and experience a new country and see, she saw snow for the first time. And it was just, yeah, a, a whole trip full of just firsts and and lifelong like memories kind of getting choked up about it actually um so special being able to travel with with someone that you love you know and um yeah it's a it's it's probably that's probably my favorite trip so far for sure that i love japan japan's like amazing i i could list out a bunch of countries but that might get too i might go on and on about it (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there are 27, so. Yeah. So far, yeah. <laughs> um, that's amazing. That's, oh, that's so sweet. I bet she was so touched by that experience and kind of got to see your life through your eyes and what you get yeah. to see in it, but that was really important to her. Yeah, so. it was fun for her. She, uh, she, yeah, she, yeah just loved it. 
<laughs> a question I always ask is something that you've struggled with or like something in your personal or career life that was difficult for you, but you feel like you came out and were like, oh, this I've learned a lot from this or this made my mindset shift or this made me stronger. So if you have anything like that, I'd love to hear. It's always so interesting and beautiful to hear what people share when they talk about this subject. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think right now, well, two things come to mind in that sense. The first one is I kind of touched on it earlier, but because I grew up, I mean, I consider myself, I grew up very kind of sheltered where, again, like I wasn't the most uh, sociable person. That's something I, I feel like I kind of forced myself to come out of when I decided to go down this this career path because there's so much involvement in in clients and talking with with people and collaborating and having to articulate, you know, a vision for a project or something. Um, that's something I feel I definitely kind of overcome still, still learning to do it, but it was a huge challenge for me. Like I had, I would, I would say small scale, like social anxiety when it came to talking to people. And I think only recently in the, maybe like the last year and a half or since traveling, honestly, it may be, maybe it, could owe it to traveling where I just like gotten more secure in myself and just like, yeah, I, I, I know what I'm doing. Like I'm having fun that I just, I don't know, the barriers just kind of broke down. Um, and even getting to, to just talk with people, like just doing it made me kind of overcome it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, that's one, one challenge that I feel like I've grown in. The other is something that I still kind of, um, challenge myself with every day it's this kind of the darker um aspect that social media can can bring to people in their lives while it can be a very inspiring and positive you know type of platform where people are sharing their amazing experiences um i feel like the 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 double-edged sword to that is it can if it's in the wrong way a lot of people can you know take it in a very sad or, I mean, let it affect them negatively where it's like, okay, look at me. I'm living my best life. What are you doing? Um, or they start to kind of judge themselves and compare like their lifestyles because they're not, you know, in some crazy place. And that's, that's something I know for a fact that I'm not the only person that kind of struggles with, but like countless people actually have, you know, it's, it's like social media depression where it's like, okay, everyone's, you know, living their best life. I'm here working. That's something very easily that your mind can get sucked into, into that pattern of, of thoughts. And so even the people like the, at the top, even like I may seem that, you know, because I've got 133,000 followers or whatever, that it seems everything's all fine and dandy. There's so much, you know, kind of like self judgment that kind of comes with it sometimes because you're in an industry of, of people that, are only putting out the best part of their lives or what they want you to see in their lives. It's, it's been a challenge. I'm, I'm actually getting a lot better at it, but before it would be like, wow, what am I, what am I doing with my life? Like, look at, look at my friends. They're all kind of living it up. And what am I doing now? It, it can be a very, very unhealthy thing. Now I, I think I've been able to come to really good grips with it. And I think it comes from, just being secure and like, I know my path, like I, I trust in what I'm doing, even if I'm not, you know, always putting out amazing stuff or like if I fall behind on a little bit of things, just having that, that 
trust in the journey and the process is so crucial and so freeing because it frees you from that comparison and that judgment of, you know, just comparing yourself to others. Yeah. And I feel like that doesn't only just go for social media, but anything in life, you know, that's a, that's something that I try to be very vulnerable with to you on my social media, just because I know that there's someone watching my stuff for a fact and is while they're, they might, you know, very be much inspired by it. Like it can, it can affect them in a, in a kind of weird way. So I just want people to know that you're not unique to it. Like there's, it's, it's a common thing, you know, like people can connect with that. I can connect with it. And uh, yeah, I just try to be very, very vocal about it in, in times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, you're so self-aware. That's so cool to me, how self-aware. But I've also struggled with social anxiety. Like I've definitely, I used to have it really bad and I, I've i gone through my own set of experiences that helped it, you know, get better. But you're also not alone in that. So, um, but yeah, I think that's all I've got for you today. But I just want to thank you so much for being here. You are so self-aware, such a cool person. And I absolutely have been loving watching your journey and seeing what you're doing because it's so unique. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. I've had, I've had such a great conversation. So yeah. Uh, thank you for, for having me. It's been such a great time. And- well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, he is such a cool guy. Like what? He is so self-aware. He struggled with things. And I think it's cool that he touched on that, you know, we all can fall into looking into other people people's lives and Instagrams and saying, oh, you know, they're having such a great life. What am I doing? I'm not doing as well. And he says he also struggles with that. And he's someone that people will definitely look at and be like, he's living the life. I want to live like that. So I'm really glad he touched on that. Such a cool guy. And the way that he travels, where he goes, what he's doing, what he's creating is beautiful and people definitely align with it. So I am so inspired and I hope it inspires you to go travel, go create, go become. So see you guys next time on The Deep Talk. Hope you enjoyed and learned something. And yeah, I love you guys and I'll see you next time.